Aleluia. One of team we have in his own um, going private. That don't make no sense. Huh? Hallelujah. One of his team we have in his own home. Yeah, yeah, we back, you two. Like, like we never left. We're here to learn the word of Yah. We're here to be in the will of Yah, knowing that we need Yah, knowing that without Yah, we can't make it. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I know I can't make it without the most high. Yeah, yeah, we back, you too. I don't know how much these things get turned up like this. I'm hooping on my utensils. But um pray, but praise Yah. So um you are we're gonna be on we're on second Samuel 23 and 24 today. Um and we're gonna learn the word of y'all. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we we're near the, the, the last words of David. That's that's um that's awesome. Hallelujah! Like to be able to be able to go through these books and be able to see y'all from the beginning all the way to David. And, and you know, just to, you know, to look at this thing. You know, we, we, I, I've been able to really I've been able to really see David as a man of y'all's own heart. I think y'all that many of us got y'all backwards. You ever heard the term hustling backwards? We got y'all hustling backwards. We, we got y'all backwards. We don't understand the heart of y'all. Joab was a man that I've seen in the scriptures that does not understand the heart of y'all. David was a good man. You know, like all men, you know, we all fall. And what he did to Bathsheba and Uriah, he was wrong. I mean, he was completely wrong. But when you look at his life, that's all the thing you can really see. You know, but you know, but sometimes, you know, what we do though, we, we hold grudges against people for things they did in the past, don't know how to forget the past. We don't know how to forget the past and what people did to us. We don't, some of us don't know how to forget the past where we come from, the bad thing, we continue to reflect on it. We focus on our hurt. We focus on somebody not being there for us, focus on all that, but we don't focus on, you know what, you know, uh, what we done wrong, let, let that go. We we, 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 we want to get a, you keep bringing my pants up. <laughs> it, 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 it's, hard, it's, it's horrible to bring your pants up when you want to forget something, but it's easy to remember when you want to be a victim, man. You know, I think, I think we need to grow from stuff like that. But Dave was a good man. He really was. You can really kind of, you know, really see his life, you know. Young boy, let's pray real quick before we get on Dive William Davis. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, y'all. Thank you for your love and kindness and your goodness. Thank you for your strength. Almighty, we come before your presence in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. And we pray, Almighty, that you give us spirit of wisdom and understanding to be able to teach and explain 2 Samuel 23 and 24 today, y'all. Pray for that we get to, to, uh, to 24. Help us to be able to... um understand it, to be able to bring out things, y'all, that we didn't see before. Y'all, thank you for allowing us to be able to see so far the heart and compassion that you've given to David. Allowing, allowing us, Almighty, to be able to see ourselves in some way. 
one of the hardest of our heart, where we find ourselves being like Absalom, or find ourselves being like Joel, find ourselves being like Abishai, Shammai, even like David, find ourselves, you know, one of these people, y'all, and if it's not good, help us to fix it. And if it's good from your point of view, help us to continue to keep working on it so we won't lose it. Y'all, we need you, we love you. We ask you to help us grow in our faith. For your word said, faith comes from hearing and hearing of your word. Let your anointing almighty destroy yokes and remove burdens. Give us wisdom and insight and understanding, y'all, so we can learn and live what we know. We give you the praise, y'all, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Amen. So 2 Samuel 23 and 1. Like I was saying, David, David was a good man. And he believed in y'all. You know, everybody got a past. Nobody can change their past. And I'm pretty sure that all of us have done things in our life that we most definitely, you know, regret. You know, we, 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 we regret saying things to people, regret doing things. They may, they, may, they may have landed us, you know, in the hot spot at times. Some of us made decisions, you know, to let us in prison. Someone's made decisions to lose a house, lose a car, you know, all kind of stuff, lose friends. Some made good decisions, you know, and then even the good decisions, what was, was in the middle of good decision, made bad decisions. But, you know, the thing about it is, praise y'all for all the things we've learned. And because we went, went to these things and we learned from them, then we can have understanding. Oh, not going back, not retracting, not going to the same thing, but learning how to persevere from the, from our previous experience. So I praise y'all for his compassion, his mercy. Let, let, let's, let's go ahead and dive on into 2 Samuel 23. Now, these be the last words of David. David was the son of Jesse. And the man who was raised in the, in the excuse me, David, the son of Jesse, said, and the man who was raised up on high, do anointed of Elohim of Jacob of the sweet sons of Israel said. Excuse me one second, y'all. The spirit of Yah spake by me. The spirit of Yahuwah spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. The Elohim of Yasharal said, The rock of Israel spake to me. He that ruled over men must be just, ruling in the fear of Elohim. He that ruled over men must be just. Ruling in the fear of Elohim. And he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun rises. Even a morning without the clouds as tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining of the rain. Although my house be not so, although my house be not so with Elohim, yet he have made me, made with me an everlasting covenant. See, you know, he fell short. That's what he said. Although my house be not so of Elohim, yet he hath made me with an everlasting covenant, order in all things and sure. For this is all, for this is all my salvation and all my desire, although he make it not to grow. But the sons of Belial shall be, but the sons of Belial shall be all of them as thorns thrust away because they cannot be taken with hands. But the man that shall touch them must be fenced with iron and, a, and, and, and the staff of a spear. 
and they shall be utterly burned with fire in the same place. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The Teshemonite, that sat in the seat chief among the captains, the same was Adino, the Ensnite. He, he lifted up his spear against 800, whom he slew at one time. The man had him at one time. That's what y'all put around him now. We'll show you something about this in a minute. That's deep. After him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Hoite, one, one, one of the three mighty men of David, when they defied the Philistines that were there gathered together to battle, and the men of Israel were going away. He arose and smote the Philistines until, until his hand was weary, and his sword clay and a hand clay to the sword. And Yahuwah wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after him, uh, uh, after him only to spoil. I mean, he did it by himself. After him was Shema, the son of Agi the Herite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils, a pea patch, full of lentil beans. And, 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 and the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it. And through the Philistines, and Yahuwah brought a great victory. And three and thirty chief, and three of the thirty chiefs went down and came to David in the harvest time unto the cave of Adullam. And the troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rephaim. Rephaim. And David was then in a hole. And the gates of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three and, and the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof. He poured it out unto Yah. And he said, Be it far from me, O Yahuwah, that I should do this. Is, is not this the blood of men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, we would not drink it. These things did these three mighty men. And Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zeruah, was chief among three. And he lifted up his spear against 300 and slew them. And had the, and had, and had the, name, of, and had the name among three. Was he not most honorable of thee, of, of three? Therefore he was their captain, howbeit he attained not unto, unto the first three. But Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah, the son of a valiant man, of, of, of Kezil, who had who, who had done many acts, he slew two like he he, he slew two lion like men of Moab, and he went and he went down also and slew a lion in the midst of the pit of a pit in a time in the time of snow. And he slew an Egyptian, a goodly man. And the Egyptian had a spear in his hand. But he went down to him with a staff and plucked the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and slew him with his own spear. Goodness gracious, boy. <laughs> These things did Benai, the son of Jehodiah, and had the name among three mighty men. He was more honorable than the thirty, but he attained not to the first three. And David set him over his guard. And Asahel, the brother of Joab, was one of thirty. Elahan, the son of Dodo, of Bethlehem. That's why it freaked him out when, when, when uh, Asahel died. And he can run fast too. Uh, um, 
Shemana, the, the, the Herodite. Elika, the Herodite. Helez, the Pelethite. Ira, the son of Achish, the, 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 the Tekoite. And uh, uh, Abiezer, the Elethite. Mebunai, the Hushite, the Hushathite. Zalman, the Ahoathite. Ma Maharu, the Nito. Woo, the Nito Patifathite, <laughs> the Natifathite, <laughs> and Halel, the son of Bana, and the Hephathite. Ooh, goodness gracious. Itai, the son of Rabbi, Rabbi, out of Gibeah, of the children of Benjamin. Benaiah, the Pyro, the Pyro, the Pyro Knight, the Peronite, Hidei, of the Bruce of Gaash. Abelbon, the Arabathite. I thank you. Osmoveth, the Barhumite. Elahaba, the Shaubanite, of the sons of Jashan, Jonathan. That's why some folks quit. Yeah. They, face the, they don't want to face that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to persevere through everything. Shaba, the, Har the Haratite, the, the Harite. Amen. Mm -hmm. Ahain, the son of Sharab, I learned it from Genesis. The son of Sharab, the, Har the Harite. Eliphalet, the son of Abishai, the son of the, who? Ahzbah, the son of Machathite. Alim, the son of Ahithophel, the Gileonite. Hezra, the Carmelite. Parade, the Abbotite, the, the, the Arbite, Egal, the son of, of Nathan, and Zoba, Benai, the, the, the Gadite. And these names are important because you will see them, see them on the line as well. So lead the Amorite, the Harai, the Berathite, Omerbear of Joab, the son of Zeruah. You don't even count Joab being a mighty man. Ira, and Ithrite, Gareb, and Ithrite, Uriah, the Hittite, 30. And seven and all. Uriah, Uriah Hittite was a mighty man, huh? Mm -hmm. mm. Praise Yah. Let's dive on into this, into this thing, you all. He said that these be the these be the last these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, and the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of Elohim of Jacob, and the sweet summons of Israel. He said this: the spirit of Yah spake by me. And his word was in my tongue. And then what he told David. The mighty one of Israel said, The rock of Israel spake to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of Elohim. You understand that? When you rule over men, you must be a just man. And you rule in the fear of Yah, of Elohim. You know, these days that we don't have men like that. We got men rooted in the field, just want to have leadership. Mm -hmm. If you're an unjust man, if you're an unjust man, let me tell you something. You're gonna wind up making the people unjust. Y'all told me a long time ago, back in maybe 2000 or perhaps 2001, we were sitting in our, our old uh, assembly, and he told me to tell, to tell the pastor's wife, the people shall be like the priests. We told the ministry. She got mad at me. Because at that time that they 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 got a whole bunch of money, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. 
and they're supposed to make fix your building up and fix things up. She went and bought a stove. I had a dream in my dream that I had. She was standing on the stage just like a prostitute. And the pastor was in a, in, a, in a coffin, but he wasn't dead. But the back of the assembly was a, a, a the place where you embalm folks, a mortuary, a morgue, what you want to call it. And a person that was coming was, 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 was supposed to be a mortician to embalm him. So I woke up out of my dream when it came and called on the phone and went to go talk to him. He, 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 when I sit there, he laughed at me and asked me what I ate that night before I went to bed. I told him, hot dog. He said, well, you can eat hot dogs before you go to bed. <laughs> but I was number 24 years old when I told him that dream. It came to pass. You know, he didn't feel y'all. I seen him one time, though, preaching a message. And he could quote a whole, I mean, he quote a whole Psalms 1. Well, the word for word, word. preaching. Yeah. And I thought then back in them days, man, you, you can call scripture, boy, you can get it. Mm -hmm. And so, but let me tell you something. Quoting scripture and memorizing it don't mean a thing if it's not in your heart and if you're an unjust man. You got to remember something now. The adversary came to Mashiach and quoted scripture. And he quoted scripture to get him to fall and to worship him. If you're the son of Yah, jump down from here then. As it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and they'll bear you in all their ways. That's that, that's that foot against the stone. That's what the adversary told Mashiach in Matthew 4th chapter. Mm -hmm. But he's still the devil. He was devil when he said he was devil afterwards. So if you're going to be any kind of leader over men, you must be just ruling in the fear of Elohim. That's probably why they didn't mention Joel. No snuck and stuck Adam when he grabbed when he hit him in, in the private up under the fifth wheel, and when he grabbed a muscle by the beard and kissed him in. Hit him and then kicked him up off of him. Got his guts up out of him. They, they made him an open spectacle out, out there. It was going around to wreak havoc. Even though how he killed Joel, I mean, excuse me, Absalom. Even though Yah set it up for his hurt, Absalom was in a vulnerable, a vulnerable position and couldn't defend himself. And Joab didn't care. And I'm going to tell you what made that so treacherous. It was first cousins. Zeru and David were brothers and sisters. Abishai, Azahel, and Joab was brothers. It was all her sons. He didn't even have a heart to have mercy. Anyway, David says that he that ruled over men must be just ruling in the fear of Elohim, and he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun rise, rise up even a morning without clouds. As the tender grass sprang out of the earth by clearing, shining after the rain. Now this is what's amazing about this because David could have said something different. Look at what David said. Although my house be not so with Elohim, 
Yet he have made me an everlasting covenant. With me, an everlasting covenant. Ordering all things and sure, for this is for, for this is all my salvation and, and all my desires, although he make it not grow. Now, 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 now peep this now. This is the king of Israel. Could have said, man, he put me up here, man, I'm doing it big. Saul him trying to get me, couldn't nobody do nothing to me. That's what I came against me. I'm shining, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I whooped down Goliath, did him bad, yeah. But him and his esteem in the, toward the end of his life, in the height of that, he humbled himself. And saw that he fell short. And still, even in his shortcomings, he recognized how y'all had mercy and saw y'all's compassion over him. That although that I didn't make it, I fell short and dropped down like that. Look here. He had made me with an everlasting covenant. I'm going to show y'all something that's amazing. Because most I did that's the same way. Even, even in our shortcoming. Yeah. Where is it? What is it? Romans 6 or Romans 3? All I've seen. What right here? Romans 3. Listen to this. Look at this. But now the righteousness of Elohim, well, not the law, is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of Elohim, which is by faith of Yahushua Mashiach, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Why? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of Elohim. All have. But just what I do. Being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Mashiach Yahushua, whom Elohim has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forebears of Elohim, to declare, I said this time, his righteousness, that he may be, that, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believe in Mashiach. That means that Yah made us righteous through the blood of Yahushua, even though we've all sinned. That's heaven. To declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and to justify of him. Who is him? Us. Which believe in Yahushua. So I don't need to boast. Like David couldn't boast. No, no, no. What, 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 where is the boasting then? Is it excluded? By what law? Of works? No. But by the law of faith. Use your obedience. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the Elohim of the Yahudim only? Is he not also the Gentiles? The Gentiles, yes, are the Gentiles also. 
Seeing in this one Elohim which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Though we didn't make void the law through faith? No. God forbid. Do we didn't make void the law through faith? No, y'all forbid. Yea, we established the law. Because through the law, not only do you find accountability, but through y'all's Torah, you find grace. Because through y'all's Torah, when you're taking heed to it, you learn how to humble yourself and allow y'all to circumcise your heart. So then through your wrongdoings that you've done in your life, you can still be humble and realize that that, that, that y'all told me this and this is how a man's supposed to be. And even though, <laughs> even though I didn't make it that way, he still made a covenant with me and established his covenant. Just like with us, Israel, who fell, and even though we've fallen short, all have sinned, y'all still established that covenant with us through Yahushua by him giving his blood. So then, therefore, we're justified by faith. And we can, re can, receive, and we can receive the grace of Yah regardless of our shortcomings. And even at the end of David's life, Yah told him how a man's supposed to be, and he saw himself not even being, being able to make that. Y'all still was with him. Hope everybody understood what I'm saying to you. Although my house be not so with Elohim, yet he have made me an everlasting covenant. A covenant that does not end. And we know that that, that, that covenant came to pass for the mere fact we got a savior named Yahushua who was of the house of David. who gave his life to all that come to him that has faith. I was talking to a man, we were talking to a man, and he said that the most high only saved Israel only. <laughs> and they're the only ones who can come into, the, come into this. That is not the truth. When Israel came out of Egypt, they came out of mixed multitude. And how can we justify that? How, how can we prove that? Well, even when you look at Leviticus, because one, one law was for Yahshua and for the stranger. It was a man that was born to an Israelite, to an Israelite, he was an Israelite's man, and an Israelite's mama. Him and the man of Israel strolled in the camp. And the Israelite's man blasphemed Yah. That meant that his mama or daddy, one of them was what? Of another nationality, another nation. But they still was under the same covenant because in order for them to walk out of bondage up out of Egypt like they did by the commands of Yah, it had to be by faith. So Yah makes his covenant with us even though we don't even meet the standards. I think that's deep. And should free some of us up. Because he said, Yah put it to his tongue. Now look back over his life. Sometimes David could have been a little hard-headed. He could have. Remember, remember, uh, what was it? Was it a Nabal? And Abigail? When he asked him, you know, give us something to eat. We looked out for your men in the field when they was out here. He dogged him out. 
They never gonna kill everything that pisses against the wall. That means he finna go kill every male there, even the men who ain't got nothing to do with it. And it took that young man to tell Abigail what 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 Nabal had did for her to get the food together and meet David while he was going to, to, to not take him on about it there. Sometimes he could have been, you know, a little hot here without thinking. But praise God, he was able to have reason to talk back into him. And then at times in David's life, he played crazy and had no faith. Yeah, David played crazy and lost faith at one point in time when he played crazy and put spirit in his beard. Like he was a crazy man, went over to the Philistines and played crazy in the background. Why? Because he was scared of Saul. So he fled to another nation and played crazy over there so they wouldn't kill him. That wasn't the will of y'all, and y'all didn't tell him to go over that way. But he did, didn't he? Even in the background when they was fighting Israel, he was going there killing folks, taking everything out, coming back, not telling them. But he lost it. But he didn't have no faith playing crazy. Then at one point in time, even in his low, so, so you could say he kind of lost. Then even at one point in time, at his lowest moments, like many of us, we be leaders. He was over there hiding in the cave. Never knowing what's going on. Probably can't even see himself as a leader. Well, y'all don't need to be the king through Samuel. Then those who was indebted and those who was tired of the creditors and those who were tired of being pushed down, they came at him while he was in the cave. And at his lowest moments, y'all made him kept the wall of them. And y'all made him come out of that cave. By the prophet Gay, he took his mom with him over to the Moabites and asked him to stay. And went out there and, 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 and folks and folks was um was trading on him. Then even one time in his in his older years, when he when he should have been out there fighting, he see that woman Bathsheba was taking the bath out there, and he went and slept with her. Slept with her, got a little pregnant, had her husband killed, and tried to act like nothing wouldn't happen. That's next. He did the census. Man, look here. You wonder why he chose the way he chose and all them folks got to die. He fell short and even in his shortcomings. Although my house be not so with Elohim, yet he made me with the everlasting covenant. Ordered and all things ensure for this is all my salvation and all my desire, although he make it not grow. Man, y'all is good, ain't it? Even our own lives, some of the people, you know, so that y'all make the promise of us, that y'all don't take his promises back from us, y'all, because we dropped the ball. I never seen nowhere in the scripture y'all take his promise back from us because we dropped the ball. Even right now in the land of our captivity, the promises of y'all are still sure if we turn from our sins and repent of them and turn back to them. But here it is, though. Verse 6. But the sons of Belial shall be, but the sons of Belial shall be all of them as thorns thrust away because they cannot be taken with hands. But the man that shall touch them must be fenced with iron 
and the staff of a spear, and they shall be utterly burned with fire in the same place. Only meant the son of Belial is what? A worthless man. A wicked man. A man that has no regard for Yah. Give you an example of the son of Belial. Remember when David did man went to Ziklag? He they, 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 he came back, everybody was gone. Everybody's wife, everybody's ch children, all their possessions and everything. And the men be almost, excuse me, and the men be almost ready to, 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 to kill David. And David had to encourage himself in Yah. And then he inquired of Yah, bring me the ephod. They got to go pray. What should I do? Should I go? And what we go? What's going to happen? And Yah said, "You can recover all." And when they went, six hundred of them left. But 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 all of a sudden, two hundred couldn't go no further. Not because they were scared. Not because they 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 they, they was cows. They, they they just couldn't go no more. They they was tired and had no strength, even though they had a willingness. Man, you know, you, let me tell you something about that now. Because you can look at that when, when it comes down to Yahushua in the garden. Against Simeon. When the, the, the Talmudim fell asleep because they was weary because of what was going on. And he told them that your spirit is willing, but your flesh was, was weak. It's not true temptation. These men's spirit was willing, but I just couldn't go no more. And when, and when he was saying their flesh, he was not talking about that corner mindset, their bodies. They were so overwhelmed by the circumstances that they, 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 they weary them out. That even though they wanted to stay woke and they, they was trying to keep themselves up and keep themselves together, they couldn't. And so he had to go at, go at it alone. And these men, these men couldn't go no further. So they went to, to the 400 men went over there and recovered all, got the victory. And when they was coming back, some of the other men of Bilal said, no, they can't have that. They didn't go over there and fight with us, the worthless men. Not understanding or not even caring about these men's condition, only caring about themselves and what they've done and the things they've accomplished. And said, no, nah, they can't have none of get their family and go and get with them. And David said, no, nah, that ain't how it is. We're going we're to we're share it equally, and they're going to get everything back and the spoil. And the man of Bilal didn't want to give it to him. So a worthless man who only think about himself, who's only self-centered. And let me tell you this right here now, even though they're worthless, we got a lot of sons of Bilal in the faith in the truth who worthless you may have a gift of being able to teach real well you may have a gift of being able to sing real good be able to play an instrument or whatever the capacity you want to lead in but the mere fact your heart is wicked when you're only thinking of yourself and the only one that can overcome you are those who stand this fence with iron the righteous leader that stands firm. They can put you in your place. And y'all made David there because Saul himself was a son of Bilal, Belial. He was a wicked man. Became worthless and turned from Yah's word. 
wanted to kill David. And we see how Yah replaced him with a man like David. So, you know, I can tell you that, 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 that a man that's fenced with iron and, and the staff of a spear like that got to be a man of Yah's own heart. So what y'all think about this? Think about that when it comes down to your own self. You love y'all. Don't be no son of the law. Don't, don't, don't be selfless. You know, back when I was young, in my 20s, I used to we used to struggle real hard when it came down financially. I used to get depressed because I'm like, man. When I was a kid, my mama them, we never had our lights turned down. We 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 never had our lights turned out, and we always ate. My mama always bought us shoes and clothes. We always had what we had. When I was young, we had a. Uh, we had a VCR tape, a VCR. We used to go, we, 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 we had a place down the street from us called All-Star Movies. Every Friday, Fred would go get us some VCR tapes just about. And uh, order, order Little Caesar's Pieces back in the day when it was, it was a square piece, a long piece, a piece of piece when, when it was good back in the day. Or he used to order, uh, or we get a church's chicken <laughs> with the pepper in the corner of the car. And man, we had it, we had it made. But then, by the time when I, when I got grown and had my own family, it wasn't like that with me and my family. We struggled, lost two or three vehicles. I ain't talking about lost them through no accident. Repossessed, been put out two, three houses, <laughs> utilities and stuff be off. And I used to be depressed, like, man, what's going on? And you know, my problem was, once I told you, I was stingy, it was all about me. I didn't want to give to nobody because I figured me and my family had to had to, you know, be straight, but we were never straight. When I get money, I have holes in my pocket. Hmm. I keep myself going to this chick catching place, catch advance place, that cash advance place, that cash advance place, and I would get cash advances. And for a little while I'll try to pay them back. And all of a sudden, I couldn't pay them back. So then, you know, I'm gone. They caught up with me. Hit my check going this one time for, 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 for years straight cash advances. Then I go borrow money one time, and then guess what? Got my check going for three years straight. But I would never, ever give. It was always about me and my family. And I was wondering... Why is it like this? Because I was stingy. I was worthless. 
I thought about me. And on top of that, you all, I was a minister. I've been I, I've been teaching since I've been about 21. First time I was called, I was 11 years old. I remember clearly. They, then I was 15, 15 when I when I saw him again, and 19, then the, the, the third time. So, so so I'm I'm one who should have known better. But 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 guess what? I was worthless. And I'm gonna tell you, as long as you think of yourself, you'll always be in a rut. You'll always be in a hole. You'll always be coming up short. You gotta stop being worthless and be a righteous man and try and try to meet the standards that y'all has for your life by trying to do what you should be doing. Even if you fall short, don't mean you stop. What's my example in that? Because David fell short with Bathsheba when he picked back up and got to going again. And even though he had trouble in his life when it came down to Amnon and when it came down to uh, what's the boy with the boy with the Absalom, he still tried to do right. But the sons of Bilal was the worthless men who we can see Joab, whose hoary head didn't go down, down to the grave in peace. Shimei, whose hoary head did not go down to the grave in peace. Shaul, whose whore head did not go down to the grave in peace. And you can clearly see that these men that I just named were out for themselves. Judgmental men. See somebody go through something and you become a judge over. Just like when David was running from Absalom and somebody come back. Oh, there it is. Y'all done brought back over your head, ain't it? You're bloody half what you did to Saul. Yeah, it's back on you now. And he was saying that y'all said it. Or Joe or Joe because he couldn't get past a Haziel running when Abner kept telling him, go turn this way or that way. Are you a Haziel? Don't 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 fall out to me. Turn another way. Go one of them because you're gonna cause trouble between me and Joab. And Haziel having pride kept following to Abner, smote him under the fifth reel. And he was just in what he did because was out there in the war. And Joab couldn't take that. Got mad, even though Adam was a just man, brought them back to David. Right? The kingdom made a covenant. And thought everything was cool with him and Joab. But when him and Abishai went to the, into the, into the, into the barn or state or whatever, Joab hit him under the fifth reel. He was unjust in what he did to that man. And then in his envy, saw an opportunity when David told Amasa, to go out to the ship, what, what, what was the man's name that, uh, that, that took off running? Was it Shemay? No, 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 we got it. I got it. It's right here. Sheba. When Sheba rebelled, and because, you know, uh, she was gone for longer than David had expected, then he tell Abishai, he didn't tell Joab to do nothing. And in that, Joab killed him. And then here, everybody said, who's going to follow? Whoever's going whoever gonna to follow? Joab, Joab, be for one. And then they, they, they put a sheet on man while he was out there dying with his guts hanging out. <clears throat> Worthless men. 
You got to decide what you're going to be, who you're going to be. How you going to be it. Praise y'all. These be the names of the mighty men who David had. The testimony that sat in the seat, in the seat chief among the captives. The same was Adino, the Isnite. He lifted up his spear against 800 whom he slew at one time. That right there, my friends, my family, is why you got to be a just person yourself because just men and strong men, men of iron men and strong only lead strong men. The people are like the leadership that Yah has before them. It's just like Israel when, when wavered because of the wicked kings and, 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 and the Levites they became wicked and corrupt. So the people of the land was just the same. And there was no Torah being taught. You, you, you hear David talking to Solomon about Yah, and you hear uh, him telling Solomon to keep Yah's Torah. But you don't hear Solomon tell Rehoboam that. And Rehoboam was just as foolish as Solomon was wise. And because he didn't have that wisdom, when Yah split the kingdom and gave it to Jeroboam, you can tell Jeroboam that's on the back was no good because nothing, the kings after him would not stop following his way. He did worse than Aaron. Aaron had a golden calf. Jeroboam made two. One in Dan and one in Bethel. These people became torridors. And so the hoppers were set up, the groves were set up. That's coming up under weak leadership, wicked leadership. And you begin to see, especially in the kings of Israel, this man did that which was evil in the sight of Yah. And because of their unrighteousness and because of their wickedness, Israel. Win the captivity. So, in order to keep your people out of captivity, find out, find out, find out what Josiah is. I can read that in a second. In order to keep your people out of captivity, in Second Kings, you gotta be a righteous person, walking in righteousness, standing up, even your family. Come on, let's look at this real. Look at some of our families where we come from. All of our families were no good families. It ain't, it ain't popular or even sound good to say that everybody at least got one gay or dope fiend in their family. Why would you want to have one gay in your family? Knowing that that's an abomination before y'all, they're going to burn. Why would you want to have a dope fiend in your family knowing that they're going to go down? Look how we was raised. Back in my day when I was raised, we was raised to be pimps, players, and hustlers. We was raised to say adult. We was raised to, to have more than one girlfriend. One wife. We was raised. And nowadays it's, it's so popular, everybody got a side piece. Or they call them, what they call them, they're sneaky links. That comes from bad leadership. I don't mind being transparent. 
My grandfather, my dad's dad married my grandmama, my dad's mama, but he didn't teach my dad him nothing. He had his own business, but he was in the Dutchroom. Put it in the chat for me. They didn't have their own businesses. They barely made money. And one of the sons now, full able to take care of himself, living the projects. They'll be all right. Out of being just lazy. If their father would have taught them something, would they be where they are now? Chances are probably not. Mine didn't raise me, not at all. But he was raised by his. But evidently, his didn't teach him how to be a man. And so you produce curses. Your decisions of being a wicked individual, you in the future can make it hard for your family. Because you don't teach them nothing but wickedness. But unrighteousness. And as the line go on, then you got a bunch of men going to prison. Or whatever going on with things in their booties. Because they feel like being a girl. Or she walking around with a strap on, thinks she a man. With a piece of plastic in her pants. With big feet shoes on. All this stuff comes from wicked leadership and the families in the top. But when you if you're gonna be a if you're gonna be a mighty man, you gotta lead mighty men. Mighty men lead mighty men. Wicked men lead wicked men. And when mighty men see wicked men trying to overcome other mighty men, they stand against them for the other men who can't stand for themselves. Why? Because they're a mighty man. And only a mighty man of righteousness can stop a wicked man of unrighteousness. So David couldn't have, David couldn't have had these men under him to respect him and be under him and serve him if he himself was not as strong as they. And you can't tell me he didn't leave by faith. He hit Goliath so hard with the Goliath had armor on. He hit Goliath so hard with that rock, it went through the armor. And pierced into his head like a bullet hit him. And he, and, he, and he cut his head off. And so then he had already saved a sheep out of a lion in the bear's mouth. So he grabbed a lion by his beard. Then he didn't stood from behind, he grabbed him up front. And it wasn't a little pup lion. You got to be a big lion to have a beard. He grabbed him by his beard and brought him to him. It didn't say, it didn't say the lion was dying, getting weak and getting wicked. But he was a fearless man, so he led fearless people. These be the names of the mighty men whom David, the Tesmanite that sat in the seat chief among the captains, the name was Adino, the Ezite, he slew 800 men. And the servant's not greater than his master. 
Second Kings 22. I'm show y'all something. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign. He reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jedediah, the daughter of Adiah of Boscath. And he did that which was right in the sight of Yah and walked in all the way of who? David, David his father. And turned out the side to the right hand or to the left. How did he walk in the way of David his father? He started following Yah. He started following the Torah. And it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshalom, the scribe, to the house of to the house of Yah. Oh, let me find where you find the Torah. We're going to start at verse 8. And Hilkah, the high priest, said unto Shaphan, the scribe, I have found the book of the law, the Torah. The only thing that make a man mighty, y'all, is y'all's Torah. only thing that make you a true leader is you following y'all's Torah. The only thing that gives you the ability to overcome is you following y'all's Torah. I have found the, the book of the law in the house of Yah. And Hilkah gave the book unto Shaphan, and he read it. And Shaphan the scribe came to the king and brought the king the word again and said, Thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the house and, and, and delivered it into the hand of them that do the work that, that had the oversight of the house of Yah. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest have delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. And it came to pass when the king had heard the words of the Torah. He read his clothes. And the king commanded him to the priest and Ahikam, and Ahikam the, son, the son of Shaphan and, and, and Abor, Abor, the son of Micaiah, and Shaphan the scribe and, and Isaiah, a servant of the kings, saying, Go ye require of, the, of Yah for me, for, for the people, and for and, and for all of Judah concerning the words of this book that is found. For for great is the wrath of Yah that is killing against us because our fathers have not Shema, hearken unto the words of this book to do according to all that was written concerning us. So he Hilkiah the priest and 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 Ahikam and and Ahor and Shaphan and Isaiah. Sent unto Huldah. Huldah is a woman who was a prophetess. Sent unto Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikvah, the son of Horas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she dwelt in Jerusalem in the college, and they commune with her. And she said unto them, Thus says Yahuwah, Elohim of Yasharal, tell the man that sent you, sent you to me. Thus says Yahuwah, behold, I will bring evil upon this place. And upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which is which is which the king of Judah have read, because they have forsaken me, and they have burned incense unto other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the works of their hands, 
Therefore, my wrath shall be kindled against this place and shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, O Josiah, which sent you to inquire of Yah, thus shall you say to him, Thus says Yahuwah, Elohim of Yasharal, as touching the words which thou hast heard, because thine heart was tender, and thou hast humbled thyself before Yah, when he heardest what I speak against this place and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and has rent thy clothes away before me, I, I, I also have heard thee, says Yah. Behold, therefore I will gather thee unto thy fathers, and thou shalt be gathered into thy grave in Shalom. And, and, and thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And they brought the king word again. You see, that's what makes you strong. That, that's, that, that's what shows you to be a mighty man. And a man that follows y'all's Torah have strong men under him. That's why David had these men under him. Because y'all set him up like that. Y'all put it like that. These men did not see themselves as strong as David. Let me tell you something. If these men saw themselves being like that against David, they could turn against him. David showed authority. He walked in righteousness. Even when he done wrong, he repented quick. And y'all covered and guided him. Nobody, what, what, what did Isaiah say in Isaiah 54? No weapon. No weapon that's formed against you should prosper. But that's, the, that's your heritage. When you're walking in righteousness. When you're walking in obedience. When you walk in disobedience, you lose. You can't come out of it. You beat down. Ain't no freedom for you. Why? Because disobedience brings to trouble. Y'all put it on you. How you figure I'm telling a lie about that? I tell you then. When you read about Solomon's life. And Solomon came up in a time of peace. He had no enemies. It wasn't until Solomon's heart stopped being town mean in his older age when he started touching women like his daddy did. Yah gave him three enemies. And one of those enemies was Jeroboam who got 10 other kingdoms. Jeroboam only got one. Levi, Levi was already Yah's. Where's that? You got one. Think about that. When you walk in disobedience, when you go against Yah's word, his will, your life gets hard. Proverbs 13 says the way of a transgressor is hard. There's going to be somebody that's going to stand against you and you cannot overcome. And we know who that is, don't we? It's Yah. Hallelujah. This man right here, listen to this. After him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the, the whole thing, one of three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines that was gathered together to, together, uh, to battle, and the Philistines and, and the men of Israel were going away. He arose and spoke to Philistines until his hand was weary. And his hand clayed to the sword. He couldn't let it go. He had to. <laughs> he became just, just 
just just what you call it complacent about it. He was just dead. He became part of that sword. And y'all wrought a great victory that day. And the people returned after him only the spoil. Y'all used him to win a great victory. And when the folks came back, all they got was able to get was the spoil. Hence, I use the word, what did they say? More than the conqueror. More than the conqueror is the one that gets the spoil after the conqueror has already won the battle for him. And through him, y'all made them more than conquerors. Just like through Yahushua, y'all made you more than a conqueror. Why? Because he had already fought your battle by dying your death and defeating the adversary. And that because of Mashiach, you can return and guess what? Gain eternal life. Because Yahushua himself was a strong man. Who went through the greatest battle we could ever we could ever think about? And then when he got up, he probably got a pop in his collar and said, Oh, death. Where's your steam? Yeah, yeah, old grave. Where's your victory? Why? He became first, first, first fruit from the dead. We can't be strong if it was not for Mashiach. We wouldn't be able to teach this word and demonstrate it with the power of Yah if Yahushua do not, does not be with us because it's not about how good you can do it. If I'm if, if I'm carrying battle now, me, if I'm teaching y'all and your life is not changing by the word that Yah is using us to change, you need to quit following me because you following me for naught and you doing it in vain. Because you should be doing this because I can sound good. Your life should be changing. When you're going through trials, you should feel stronger now. You should learn how to start praying more. You should learn how to start seeking y'all more. You should learn how to be like, man, let me keep on going. Because I do. Or oh, I promise you I do. I pray every day. I'm not trying to bad brag and boast. Because I realize that if I don't pray, I lose my mind. And I understand as well, if I'm going to be a leader, I got to live what I talk about. Practice what I preach, because y'all going to require it in one day, and I want him to keep it well done. I want to come for him. I got two or five, and look here, what you gave me. Yeah, I got, I, I went and got two more with it. Instead of him calling me a wicked and lazy servant, and tell the people that they're out of the dark, they're going to be national teeth. Because if, if, if I'm not real in the battle, then when a battle come in your life, you ain't going to be real. I got to be real first. Let me show y'all something. Y'all about to think I'm tripping over here. Let me show you something. Well, I want to stop it. We'll start right here. We'll start, we'll, start, we'll start at verse 1. John 18 and 1 says this. When Yahushua had spoken these words, he went forth with his Talmudim over the brook Cedron, um, uh, uh, where a garden where, where was a garden into which he entered and his disciples. And Judas, whose name really was Judah, he just said S because it's Greek, but it's actually Judah. And Judah, also which betrayed him, knew the place. For Yahushua oftentimes resorted there with his Talmudim. And Judah then, having received the band of men and officers, 
from the chief priests and the Pharisees come thither with, 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 with lanterns and torches and weapons. They came with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Yahushua therefore knowing all things. He knew they was coming there. Yahushua therefore knowing all things that should come upon him went forth and said unto them, whom seek ye? He went forth knowing what was happening. So he got to stand first before you can stand. But you ain't going to be able to stand. David had to be a mighty man first. What you talking about? Man, man, look here. When David came around there, his three tallest brother, all of them scared to go outside. Saul too, and, and Jonathan too. Abner, all of them scared to go outside. And Goliath walking back and forth talking crazy to him. Damn to come out. Come on out here and get your one. Yeah, come on out. None of them go outside. And David come around there with a food basket. They, get, they got to talk about what you're doing out here, boy. What are them sheep that you're supposed to be tending to? You out here meddling and worrying. And David heard the man talk about y'all. Who does uncircumcised Philistine blaspheme in the armors of y'all? He wasn't trying to be boastful and be all big. He went up with a little short boy, young. He was offended because they tried to put down their daddy, what they got going on. He understood what the Torah said. It's our inheritance. Now nah, we ain't going to better do that. He went for first. Their souls and all, the king himself. And who that boy there is? He sound like old, old what's his name, Sweets. Hop who that woman? Yeah, Saul got humbled. So when they came down to get Mashiach, him knowing all things, him knowing what's going to fall upon him, walk up first. Whom seek ye? They answer him, Yahushua of Nazareth. They answer him, Yahushua of Nazareth. And you sent to them a higher. I am. And he, he, and Judas also, I am he, and Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with them. And as, and, 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 as soon then, as he had said unto them, a higher, they went backward and fell to the ground. That's power. But he wasn't going to get to the will of y'all. He stepped him out of it. Then asked he them again, whom seek ye? And they said to him, Yahushua of Nazareth, and Yahushua answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore, what, what, what did he tell him? If therefore you seek me, let these go their way. That the saying might be fulfilled, which he spake of them which thou gavest me. Have I lost none? Then he showed another kind of temperance. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Yahushua said unto Peter, put up your sword into, your, into, your, into thy sheep, because Peter's one got a fear. Hmm. I think Yahushua already told him what was going to transpire. The time of departure is at hand. They already had an understanding. 
You can't stop the will of Yah when it comes down to his will. You got to let it take place. Fear can't stop you. Mashiach was bold in what he did. Put up thy sword into thy sheep. The cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Man, we got to, you got to look at that, y'all. So in order for you to be a strong leader, you got to live for Yah. You got to be willing to do your will because the, lead, the leaders you lead going to do what, 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 what? What are you, who's you telling them, tell them y'all? I'm trying to show y'all him. I'm trying to. So yeah, what 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 about she at, what, what what are you you to tell them the things what? Y'all don't know the things I can do. You are doing even greater. Ain't that what he said? The things David did, these men did, and even greater. And they was only able to do it because he did it. Hallelujah. This right here, man, amazement. This man in a, in a, in a slippery spot, but still standing. Fighting. He is in the middle of a pea patch. We call it lentils. That's a bean. And a lentil, a bean. After him was Shammah. The son of a Gi, the Herorite, and the Philistines were gathered to get into a troop where was a piece of ground full of beans, full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. And Yah wrought a great victory. He in the middle of a slippery situation. Fight. In the pea patch, I can imagine defeat and how he got how he's fighting. But still winning. And Yah gave it to him, even though he was in the middle of being field. Don't even matter your, your location. It's just a mere effect of your walking in obedience, how you can overcome just with Yah when you got a righteous leadership. When you when you so even yourself, every man, every woman. All here that's listening. And you a leader in, in, in some capacity, whether in an assembly, whether in your home, whether on your job, whether on your business, as long as you're walking in righteousness, following y'all, doing what you're supposed to be doing, even though you have trials in your life, as long as you stay in firm and y'all, y'all make the make brain force up under you that's greater and get his will done for your life and have them serving you in humility because they have your same spirit. These men had David's spirit. And y'all work with them. Y'all don't give you the victory if you ain't if you ain't on the side. You don't see none nowhere on here that I've read of how they won. Show me then. Because from my understanding, what they say? Y'all won, right? And y'all wrought a great victory that day. And y'all wrought a great victory. Now look at this one. David in humility. That's how much these men cared about David and these men was righteous. That David longed and drank, longed and said, oh, that 
oh, that one would give me a drink of water. And we say, I ain't going to follow no man. Let me tell you something about this right here now. If y'all lead you to a leader, you need to serve like you should. What, what, what about she? I say, the greatest among you do what? Be a servant of all. You great by your service. He proved himself by him even being their leader, humbled himself and began to wash his Tamadim's feet. This is son of Yah. This is savior of the world who came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He kneeled himself down and began to wash their feet. Now, 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 now what, what, what's amazing about that? I'm going to tell you, when you look at Abraham, in Genesis 18, when Yahuwah appeared to Abraham under the tree of memory, Abraham ran in what? When those three men appeared, we can understand that was Yah. He said, Yah appeared to Abraham with two, it was two, three men right there, right? And two Malachim with him. That does not represent no trinity. <laughs> but what did Abraham do? He ran and washed their feet. This Abraham Avenue, father of us all. And when Shiach, the son of Yah, what did he do? Abraham washed Yah's feet. Genesis 18 and four, well, let's start at verse 1. And Yahuwah appeared unto him in the place of memory. And he sat in a tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. And Abraham knew it was Yah. Even when he asked, when Sarah said she laughed, and, and, and Yah told Abraham, "Is there anything too hard for Yah?" He told him who he was. Abraham knew who this was, was was going on, and said, "My master, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I, I pray thee, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourself under the tree." Abraham did that. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you, you your hearts. After that, you shall pass on. Uh, for therefore are ye come to your servant, and they say, so do as thou hast said. Mm, 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 mm. And Mashiach watched his feet and said, if I don't do any of this, you have no part of me. Peter, you might want to go ahead and wash me up then. <laughs> Mashiach showed him, show himself a servant. And that's what made him great. And even in him showing himself a servant, he went on his own with, 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 the, with the instructions of his dad to go fight a fight and you couldn't fight on your own. So he said, the things that I do, you can do, and what, somebody? Even greater. Man, 
and three other third and three other thirty chiefs. These men went to go fight service for David on something he said, which brought humility to David's heart. And the three and and three of the thirty chiefs went down and came to David in the harvest time, unto the cave of Adullam. And a troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rephaim. And David was then in a hole, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of water for the well of Bethlehem, of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. These men heard that. We, we, it's, it's hard for us to humble ourselves and learn how to submit to other people that Yah has in leadership over us. So we become rebellious and rebels. Don't want to sit with nobody, but you can't even control your own house. If you want to be a leader, but you can't even control your own house and don't know how to go to nobody for them to show you how to be a leader because you think you a man yourself. Y'all break it down, Lord, he's set to show you since you're so hard. See, in life, you're going to submit either way it go. You can't submit to Yah's leadership, but you can submit to the laws of the land by not speeding down the road. You can submit to the laws of the land. Don't, don't go in there and stare at this door, don't you? Mm -hmm. But when a man of Yah tell you something, you get mad in the flesh, you can't tell me nothing. He telling you the word of Yah. You will submit more to man's law than Yah's law. You don't think your hustling is backwards? The greatest among you is a servant. A servant serves. The servant makes everything look excellent all the while while playing the background. If it was not for the service, it wouldn't even really get done. Mashiach had to submit himself to Yah. His time of Dean had to submit themselves to him. Anytime that Yah gives, or you have a rabbi, or excuse me, or a prophet, or a leader, they have who? Talmudin. A Talmudin, a Talmud, is a student of the teacher. That means he teaches you. In order for him to teach you, you got to humble yourself. Or hide what you learn. You don't already know. Somebody got to show you. Or you can't be who you call to be without being shown how to be it. David himself had to learn how to submit to the will of Yah in spite of his obstacles. So he said, I'm going to fight from Saul. And he learned how to be a leader. Through difficult times, they were Yah's training. Because the leader is going to put you in a place you don't like to be in. See, when you lead yourself, you always try to take the comfortable road. But when you submit to a leader, they may take you somewhere that may be hard for you to take 
But if you follow, you'll overcome and make it. Y'all took David through the valley of the shadow of death. And David didn't go through it by himself. Y'all was with him. But you know how we get, though? Can't about to hear me nothing. You can't hear me nothing. You can't hear me nothing. <laughs> and David longed and said, oh, that one would bring me, he just said, oh, that one would bring me like a water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And three mighty men which break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof. He poured it out unto Yah. These men just stick behind them. They didn't go to the old side trying to get in and get out. They went and fought, provoked war, and got what was required for what the king wanted. They went and put their lives on the line for the king. How many of us put our lives on the line for the king? How many of us to get out of our comfort zone to do what's right by the ones who y'all put over us to lead us? Because I tell you, many of y'all take off running and won't do nothing. Get mad, you're gone, but you say, y'all brought you here. But as soon as you get mad, you, 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 you say it's only for a season. <laughs> a lot of times, your house will continue to suffer because you ain't doing what's right by the leadership's house. By just being obedient to the word of y'all. I ain't trying to make them, make them a king above you and just give them everything. That ain't, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the teaching that we teach, that's the true word of y'all, you should follow it. And when you don't follow it, you wonder why your life is suffering because you're not following the word of Yah through the vessel Yah chose to teach you. You still do your own thing, need to your own understanding with your own eyes. So you still stuck in the same place and you wonder why you're still there because you have not moved on the first command given. From being faithful to assembly, from being faithful to giving, from being faithful to whatever Yah has for you, 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 you lack faith, faithfulness in it. Because you make it by yourself, you ain't willing to go fight for it. You ain't willing to do what you got to do. And when they brought it, back, and when they brought it back to David, he wouldn't even drink of it because it humbled him to see what Yah has done in his life. He poured it out to Yah. He gave it to Yah. That's humility. That's humility, even in and of itself. You know why? Because he was thirsty and longed for that water. But when he saw these men willing to do what they did out of their submission and humility, he did it. He had to show the same example of leadership to give it to his father. Who didn't ask for it, by the way. He just did it out of his love. <laughs> and he said, be it far from me, O Yah, that I should do this. Is not this the blood of men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. These things did these three mighty. These were no weak, wooden poop the pumps. These was mighty men who humbled themselves. You can't have a mindset of, of, of the world when it comes down to serving in the kingdom of Yah. You got to learn how to develop the mind and the heart of Yah. And doing things out of his own will. David did a whole lot of things that was backwards from our own mind. Said, you know why? Because that's how our mind is conditioned. 
When y'all said David was a man out of his own heart, you saw the heart of y'all in David's situations. We see him talk about Amnon and how David just didn't do nothing. But imagine some of the wicked and vile things you've done and y'all spared you. And we want to say that David was weak or he was wrong. Well, guess what? Is y'all weak or wrong? Because that's the heart of y'all. For many of us who've done things in the secret, ain't never told nobody, and you still around. And y'all gave you time to repent about it. The heart of y'all. Even when Absalom died, he was tending his heart and said, despair. And when he died, he wished it was him. Absalom said, you rather, you, you, you rather love your enemies. You just, you just said, you know what? Love your enemies. Joab said, love your enemies. Then you said, love your enemies. David hit the heart of Yah. That was the heart of Yah you were seeing on display. David even allowed Yah to handle things. When Shemadian was coming against him, saying that Yah was saying it, even though he probably understand that, and, and, and Abishai wanted to go over there and cut uh, Shemadian's head off, David said, what am I going to do with you, sons of Zerul? No, leave him alone. Let Yah do it. And he had to be patient for y'all to do it. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead to the next, to the next, to the next um chapter. Go ahead. <laughs> Praise y'all. <laughs> but I want y'all to understand that. And again, the anger of y'all was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to sit now. Look at the look, look at it now. Yah moved David against Israel. So picture to the story. And again, the anger of Yah was kindled against Israel. And he moved David against them to say, go number Israel and Judah. For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host, which was with him, go now through all the tribes of Israel from Dan, even to Beersheba, and number ye the people that I may know the number of the people. And Joab said to the king, Now Yahuwah your Elohim add unto the people how he how many soever be, a hundredfold that that eyes, that the, that the eyes of my Lord the king may see it. But why do the Lord the king delight in this thing? Now who 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 behind the scenes doing this? Yeah. So Joab being rebellious. Seeing David being wrong, but is y'all doing what he's doing? Notwithstanding the king's word prevailed against Joab and against the captains of the host. And Joab and the captains of the host were not from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. And they passed over Jordan and pitched in Aurora on the right side of the city that lies in the midst of the river of Gad toward Jazir. Then came, then they came to Gilead and to the land of City Malachi. Tatim Hoshi. Tatim Hoshi. Hmm. And, they, and they came to the Jan and about to and about to Zidon and came to the stronghold of Tyre and all and to all the cities of the Hivites and of the Canaanites. And they went out to the south of Judah, even to Beersheba. And when they had and, and when they had gone through all the land. They came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and 20 days. 
And Joab gave up the son of the number of the people to the king. There, there were there in Israel 800,000 valiant men that drew the sword. And the men of Judah were 500,000. Mm, mm, mm. David's heart was smoldering, even though y'all had him do it. That shows y'all's sovereignty. We don't see we don't we, we don't see y'all as a, a real individual who made decisions real time. Let me tell you, I've had my kids do something to see what's gonna do this young man get them to teach them a lesson as well. Mm. And David's heart smote him after that. He had none with the people. And David said unto Yah, I have sinned greatly, and that I have and that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Yahuwah, take away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. Because all Yah can do is he, he want to get Israel. And he is using David to do it. Because they had sinned. For when David was up in the morning, the word of Yah came near. Came unto him, uh, came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says Yahuwah, I offer, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and told him and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thy land, or will thou flee three months before thy enemies while, while they pursue thee, or that there be three days pestilence? In the land that I advise and see what else I shall return to thee. Now, you know, I'm gonna say this right here before I go any further. It's always a thinker behind your thoughts. You think you be thinking something, y'all thinking for you, and you can be doing something that's your idea when the whole time y'all could be using you. Your free will is limited. You don't have free will like you think you could. If you had free will like that, y'all would not ever been able to heart Pharaoh's heart. If you had free will like that, men wouldn't try to get to and start fighting each other on y'all's command. If you had free will like that, then when Gideon was getting ready to fight, and y'all and he talking to y'all, and y'all and y'all let him go to the camp, and while he go over into the other people's camp, and the member goes, "Because I, mean, I had a dream that somebody threw a loaf of bread over into the camp," and his friend said it was Yahuwah of Israel. Giving us over to their hands. Now, if I know that y'all finna give me over to your hand and I'm finna die and battle and lose, would I go fight? Because your free will is limited. Don't listen to people telling you, you got your own free will. Sometimes your thinking be y'all's will, and at times it can be leading to your demise. Especially when you want to walk into your building, ask Nebuchadnezzar. And he was warned. His free will. But y'all think his mind made him grow long hair and fingernails. He, he, I did interfere eating like an animal and they're going to call y'all the most high. And in the middle of him talking, his mind was took. Your free will is limited. He's the creator of all things. Don't none override the will of y'all. You got free choice will. You got free choice lie. We're made in the image of y'all. He allowed us to make decisions on our own and sometimes because of our ignorance and stupidity, he'll make them for us. To save your life. <laughs> you better believe that. <laughs> anyway, and David straight said unto Gay, I am in great strength. Let us fall now into the hands of Yah. For his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. 
So Yahuwah sent a pestilence upon Israel from, from morning, from morning, from the morning, even to the time appointed, and there died of the people of Dan, even unto Beersheba, 70,000 men. And when the angel stretched forth his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it, Yahuwah repented him of the evil. And said to the angel that destroyed the people, it is enough. Stay now thy hand. And the angel of Yah was by the threshing place in Aruna, the Jebusite. Of Aruna, the Jebusite. He was by, he, he was by the threshing place of Aruna, the Jebusite. I guess if you can go in and get him one. He said, hold on, don't, don't, don't go in there. And David spake unto Yahuwah when he saw the angel that smote the people. David saw him going in and said, Lo, I have sinned and I have done wickedly. But these sheep, what have they done? Let thy hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. Now, that, 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 that's a principle and lesson that y'all teach it as well. Israel was wrong, and they put himself in the place to intercede for them and said, go and do me. Like Mashiach said, he'll die for you. Even in your wrongdoing. When death was ready for you. But he died your death. David said, I have done wickedly. He became sin for you. Yehusha did. David put himself in the place. Let thy hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came, and Gad came that day to David and said unto him, Go up, we're an altar unto Yahuwah in the threshing floor of Arunah and the Jebusite. And David, according to the saying of Gad, went up as Yahuwah commanded. And Arunah looked and saw the king and the servants coming on. And the angel is over there waiting. Looked and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Arunah went out and bowed himself before the king on his face upon the ground. And Arunah said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said to bow the threshing floor of, of thee, to build an altar unto, unto Yahuwah, that the plague be stayed from the people. And Arunah said to David, Let my lord the king take, the, take an offer of what seemed good unto him. Behold, here be oxen, for burnt sacrifice and threshing instruments and other instruments of the oxen for wood. Now listen, that that's not that David got. Well, let me finish reading the first. Then I was saying all these things did Aruna as the king give unto the king, and Aruna said to the king, Yahuwah, your mighty one, accept thee. And the king said to Aruna, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither would I offer burnt offerings unto Yah, my mighty one, of that which do cost me nothing. So David brought the threshing floor of the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. So David had to pay for it. He had to do it. If this man would have gave him that, it wouldn't be David doing it. It was his man doing it and giving him to do it. David had to pay the price regardless of who he was. In order to stop the death of the people, he had to pay the price, especially when he said, let it be upon me and my father's house. So now it's upon you in your father's house. Somebody's blood got to be shed and praise Yah that he allowed the animals burn out and sacrifice to take David's place. But Shiach had to pay a price. His death wasn't free. And if he didn't pay that price based on Yah's word, you will still be bound today as well. And I hope y'all can see some stuff in this. <clears throat> and they had been there in the altar 
unto Yah and offer burnt offerings and peace offerings. So Yah was entreated for the hand of the plague was stayed from Israel. Now who now 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 look at his who started the whole thing? Because the question was asked, why did David choose the people? Because y'all wanted them to, to deal with them. And y'all chose David to deal with the people, and he helped David make a decision. Because you know how I know this? Because y'all knows what you're thinking. He know all about you. There is nothing concealed from the mind of y'all or the heart of the hands. Y'all knows everything. All things are open before him. So he knew David's decision, but he also knew David's heart. So y'all judge the people based on their disobedience, and he done it from David's decision. Goodness gracious. And after David made the decision, because of David's intercession and his praying, they got Shalom back. That's crazy. That's why it's good to humble yourself. And when David did what he did, he his heart was smoting. And he had numbered the people, and David said to Yahuwah, I have sinned greatly in that I have done, and now I beseech you, O Yahuwah, take away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. But guess what? It was still Yah's will. Let me show y'all something to, 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 to kind of help y'all see something too. I'm going to find a scripture for y'all right quick. First Corinthians, praise y'all. Because we, we we don't understand some stuff, y'all. So I'm going to show you something to help you see this. Excuse me. Where I want to start at? Uh, verse 18. For the preaching of the for the preaching of the stake is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved is the power of Elohim. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Y'all says this. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Have not Elohim made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, for after that, in the wisdom of Elohim, the world by wisdom knew not Elohim. But all man's wisdom, they didn't even know y'all, but you wise. 
It pleased Elohim by the foolishness of the preaching to save them that believe. The prophets. When the prophets came on the scene, telling folks stuff, who was listening? Nobody. But y'all brought everywhere to pass, right? But everybody that believed, it saved them, didn't it? Even Noah in his house. Even Abraham, when he thinks he taught, when, when, when people heard what the, what the, what the preaching said, the, 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 the proclaiming, it happened. But to the ones who was foolish, Ahab, some of those kings didn't listen, what happened? And he brought their wisdom to naught, Pharaoh. <laughs> For after that, in the word and the wisdom of Elohim, the, the, the word about wisdom do not Elohim, and it pleased Elohim by the foolishness of the preaching to save them that had faith, that believed. For the Yahudim requires sign. You know how we do. <laughs> Show me the end. We lack faith, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. Socrates and Plato, the Arabs, the 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 the, uh, uh, the Stoics. But we preach Mashiach crucified until Yahudim as a stumbling block. And unto the Greeks, foolishness. But unto them which are called, both the Yahudim and the Greek, Mashiach, the power of Elohim, is the wisdom of Yah. Because the, foolish, because the foolishness of Elohim is wiser than men. And the weakness of Elohim is stronger than men. But you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, excuse me, for you, for, for you see your calling, brethren, how that many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Not many wise men, excuse me, not, not many mighty men are called on it. Not many know what men are called. Who, who, who's the ones that's called? Not the wise men after the flesh. But who's the ones that's called? The ones who believe. The ones who have faith. But Elohim have chosen the foolish things of the world to do what? Confound the wise. Elohim have chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. You know, a giant was made from a from a from a, a fallen angel and a woman. They were big and tough. Yeah, you saw a little old running boy hitting top of the head with a rock. <laughs> They're supposed to be weak. Threw him off his game. And he made things like that impossible so you can't get no esteem from it. <laughs> and base things of the world and the things which are despised have Elohim chosen, yeah. And the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are you in Mashiach Yahushua who of Elohim is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. 
and sanctification and redemption. That according as it is written, he glorious, let he 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 that glorious, let him glory in Yah. <clears throat> so even though you don't understand, <laughs> lean not to your own understanding. Because Yah is sovereign, He do what He do. That's why it's always good for you to be willing to trust Yah, willing to walk in His ways, willing to follow Him. Instead, you thinking Yah can't do nothing, won't do nothing. That's why it's never good to complain. It's never good to mumble and grumble. It's always good to just be humble and be led by Yah. Sometimes we think we be right. Joel thought he was right. He thought he was right with Absalom as well. You're going to count these? That's Yah's will. And Joel was probably going on, well, I'll make the sins out of the seashore. But you don't see nowhere in the Bible where Yah says don't count Israel, do you? Hmm. At the king's command, he wanted to fight back. What if Joab would not have done what David had said to do? He would have been rebelling against Yah. That should be a lesson, family. Even when it comes to a parent telling that child don't do something and you still go do it. See, one thing I've learned in just even in life, you know what I learned in life? Y'all don't break his word. When you see Judges 13, it was Yah moving Samson to marry a Philistine woman. His mom and daddy didn't want him to do it, but it was of Yah. My question is, did he marry her? No, because that was not the reason for him to do it. The reason was for her to lie to Samson or to deceive Samson to tell them, to get them into their riddle so y'all can fight them because y'all want to fight the Philistines. He takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Even though his mom and dad didn't understand and said, choose one of your own nation, it was Yah's word to, to provoke war. If Samson would have married that woman and y'all wouldn't even do it, then y'all could have broke his own word. He told him in the Torah, don't let your sons and your daughters marry out to other nations. They'll turn their heart from me. Y'all don't break his word. He just used his will to do what he do. It's just up to us to be obedient to his word and not lean to our own understanding. <laughs> because sometimes when y'all want to move, you can be the hindrance. Be telling for man, I'm struggling all the time. But well, you need to be giving. Then you still don't give. And you wonder why you're still struggling. You disobedient to y'all. But see, sometimes what y'all can do is make your life real hard and have you looking like Hannah or Hannah. You want to say in the English terms, Sam, uh, Samuel's mama, the, the most high, shut her womb up. I didn't tell them how they're going to be bearing the fruit, the fruit, the fruit of their womb. But why did y'all shut her womb up? Because y'all knew what his will was for. And y'all knew he wanted David. And he had to have Samuel to be able to anoint David. There's already in the will of Yah for the world again. Like he told Jeremiah, before I even formed you in your mama's womb, 
I knew you. So why did Yah shut up Hannah's womb? To draw her close to him. Because he put her in a position that she couldn't trust nobody but Yah. So Yah will always take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. It ain't got to make sense to you. Your faith is not based on making sense. Your faith is based on being obedient to Yah to see where you at. He tried to raise her the heart. Abraham. Abraham. Get your son Isaac. Isaac was a strong, what, 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 a little bit of old boy. He most of all was a man. And, 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 and guess what now? I want you to bring him before me. And make him and, and make and make him a you know a burnt offering before me. Now the most high don't require no human sacrifice. So there's something going on to this. But Abraham got up and took his son Isaac and didn't lead to his own understanding. What is in his mind? Hoping y'all was gonna change his mind. He got up to obey a word of Yah. Yah was doing that to see what Abraham's heart was. The temptation came when Isaac wanted to stop him. Isaac laid down and Abraham bound him so he couldn't move, but Isaac really laid down. And when Abraham was coming down with the blow, then Yah stopped him. And said, I know. Yeah, I know. I know you love me now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. One thing was it was impossible for, for y'all to lie. Another thing is that y'all was immutable. He could swear by no other greater than himself. Woo! <laughs> Boy! That was because of his faith. And we want to sit here and talk about y'all. But we be in these bad spots. Man, you don't understand what's going on in my life. But I'm going to tell you something. With his help, we're going to be able to overcome this. Because y'all will take you through stuff. Because you don't understand in your life why it's going on like that. He'll make it likely for your life to try your heart to see if you're true to what you say. All of us will be like Scarface. All I have in this world is my balls and my word. <laughs> we, we, we'll see. We'll see. Because see, when you, when you say you love him, it's going to be tried to see if you love him. When you say you want to be in his will, you got, are, are, are you willing to give up your house? Are you willing to give up your career? Are you willing to put everybody to walk away from you? And the moment you say, yeah, you're going to be tried by your words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. I say, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Or as you have no part of me. You're going to receive what he said in the flesh or you're going to hear what he said in the Ruach. Because in the flesh, it's going to offend you. It said, it said many of them said it was a hard saying. And many of, of, of them stopped following him from that day forward. He turned around and turned to his Talmudin, those he was teaching. He said, look here. This offend you? Because the, the first prophet you nothing. It's a spirit that quickens. So when you see things in the word of Yah, it's mind-blowing how Yah take the foolish things of the word to confound the wise. He did what he did to punish Israel. He used David and let David make a decision based on his judgment, which was his will. Goodness gracious. I'm done. Hallelujah. Praise Yah for his mercy and compassion. Almighty, we thank you for your compassion, your mercy, your love and kindness toward us. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for allowing us to be able, y'all, to learn your word. For allowing us, Almighty, to be able to, to see this and be like, wow, 
you deep. You that that's wow. You are amazing. Because y'all, you truly simply are amazing. You are wonderful. You're wonderful. You're marvelous. You, 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 you're awesome. Thank you for letting us see this, y'all. That many things that we go through, we don't understand. We don't know why. That's why it's good to stay close to you. And even when David did what he did, he repented and came down to you and told you, y'all. He's sorry for what he done. And you gave him understanding. You let, you let the judgment happen. But then you allowed him to make peace with it by coming and giving you an offering. And even though him being the king, he didn't, he didn't let the man give him nothing to do for free. He paid for it. With his own money, a right price. So you can so he can have shalom with you and you can stay your wrath from, from Yasharal. Thank you, all for even letting us see Mashiach in that. That he paid that price as well to give his life on our behalf. That, that, that we don't have to face death needle. But because of his blood, we now have life and access to you. Because I know you was angry with us. That's why we came to the diaspora over here. And all around the four corners because I disobedient. But you let Yahushua give his life. So now that even in the land of our captivity, we can turn back to you. Hallelujah. And even in that, y'all. We still have life. Yeah, we praise you. We thank you. We give you the esteem, Almighty, for being our strength and our salvation. And we love you for that. Help us to live a long life. Help us to be able to be strong in you. Help us to continue to hold on to your word and your will, y'all. You are good to us. Please forgive us for our disobedience and our wrongdoings. Please forgive us for the things we've said, the ways we've acted. Help us do right by you, y'all. We love you and we thank you and give you the praise. In Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Yes, ma'am. Praise y'all. For those that are tuning in by way of YouTube um, and you are desiring to be on Zoom, please go to Ahab Love Ministry Facebook and send us a message, send us a message so that uh, we can reach out and just talk to you and we will give you that information, you know, privately. We don't want anybody's messages to go unanswered. Um, if the gentleman is on that left a message earlier today, that's what we need you to do. Praise y'all. Praise y'all.